Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. You can be seated. Of course, the guys don't sit. The ladies and the newcomers sit. We made all the attempts to get things available, but it was not possible. We thank God for all the support we have been receiving financially, and we also thank the people. Me, I might not be able to respond to all of them. Some of them are giving 200,000, 100,000, all those things. I don't have the time. I don't have... Was it not Peter that said, let's leave this thing and face the ministry of the word and prayer? Amen. Ah, I want us to delve in into the economy of God's mercy. Are you with me? The economy of what? But before we delve into that, I want to show you something. And when I show you that thing, we will now pray with it. There is a grace that Paul said that God gave him. There is a grace that was available in his ministry. Ephesians chapter 3. Let me show you so that you will pray. I have found out that there are prayers that cover other prayers. As I've said it often and on. Believers come to church or even go many places and they are busy, they are busy praying, 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 and they are having little results because they don't know that they are praying amiss. I'm not interested in what you call your prayer point. I'm interested in the fact that if your prayer point cannot be traced to the foundations of the scripture, the result is not sure. In fact, if you stumble upon any result, you are not sure of replicating it because it is more like um, it's more like chance. Are you with me now? And in the kingdom, we don't deal by chance. We don't do by guesswork. We deal with sure truths and principles. If you worked at USA, it will work here. Is it not true? Jesus sent them two to seventy-two. And then every single person came back with the same results. I don't know what Jesus taught them, but at least you will agree that whatever he taught them works irrespective of the territory. Is it not true? So, there is a certain dimension of light that we enter in the scripture and then it will be all territory sensitive. So if you go to if you go to Iyenuna, he's sensitive to Iyen. If you go to Enuguna, he's sensitive to Enuguna. He's sensitive to this, this land. Ephesians chapter 3, let me show you. Ephesians chapter 3, and um,
Ephesians chapter 3. I'm looking at verse 9, but let's, 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 um, let's start from, let's start from verse 3. I'm, I'm looking for prayer point. <laughs> you know what I found out? I'm sorry. If your church does that, I apologize. Of course, when God calls you to the body, one of the things that must be preeminent is that you must, you must have a love for the body of Christ. That one is preeminent. Are you with me now? So, when you don't have love for the body of Christ and you are called to a body ministry, your ministry will be stunted. It will never see its potential. Of course, I don't want to go there because that, that is part of the dealings that God gave to us. Are you with me now? Um, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 7. He said, whereof I was made a minister. The question is, of course, you cannot fully understand what Paul was saying, except you take time and go back to the preceding verses so that you will get the full picture. Meanwhile, we don't have time. What I need to show you is in verse 9. But I'm just starting from verse 7 so that you will get a broader picture. Eh? As we are told, you must have, have said a few things about the principles of biblical interpretation. One of them is that you will almost always make a mistake in interpreting a scripture when you just lift up a verse on its own in isolation. Because the truth is that aside the fact that you will lose the meaning, there is a second truth, the second or rather fact. The fact is that the Bible is, the Bible wasn't originally written in that verses. It's written in paragraphs and in blocks. That means for you to get the meaning, you have to see a paragraph, at least a paragraph. It might not be the whole chapter, but what? A paragraph. That is why if you use Bibles like Good News and some of those Bibles, they write their own. You will see the paragraphs. Is it not true? With a subheading telling you that this is the focus and context of the of, of the message that is being passed through this text. I with me now. So at least do justice to your interpretation by reading the whole context. So sometimes it is necessary for you to go two verses before and two verses after. You are looking for one verse, but so just so that people will not be lost in your because there is two key things in Revelation. There is what we call skill in Revelation and there is what we call discipline in Revelation. See, there is a place God will bring, bring you into and you have a lot of access to Revelation. You'll be sharing, 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 sharing and you will move out of line because you don't have discipline. So discipline is for mature people. And it has nothing to do with age or how long we have preached. It has to do with the spirit of wisdom. So, even though there are many things you know you could have said about this matter, you stop where the Holy Ghost stopped. Because there is somebody in the audience you might hurt by trying to show everything you know. Or there is somebody you will finally throw off. Or there is somebody you will put into heresy. Because everybody's capacity is not the same. There are people that, there are things I will teach now. And people that came nearly, they, they will. But as I'm saying it, all of you will understand. For example, I wrote somewhere that, uh, what did I even write? 
I said that you see, for men ought always to pray and not to faint. Okay. Uh, um, I've forgotten how I said it. I said it's either you are praying or you are not praying and all those things. Somebody came to my inbox on Facebook and wrote long epistle. The last time that guy spoke to me was when we were in the university. 2011. That's the last time he spoke to me. You see, I have to calmly respond to him. I understood also that there are many things people will never understand in those small, small captions that we leave. Meanwhile, let's go to 7. I hope we'll be able to strike a call before the next 40 minutes. We are off. I was made a minister according to the gift of grace. Gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. <laughs> this scripture is loaded. Hi, Holy Ghost, help me. Should I pass? Now, he said, according to the gift of grace that was given to me by the effectual working of what? So, it means that there is a way we can identify a man of grace. How? Something must be working in a man for we to say that he's what? A man of grace. So, the grace of God in his working capacity is evidential. Are you with me now? If, he, if the grace of God is working at you, working in you rather, there must be things that will manifest as a proof that the grace is what? At work in you. So when you see a man pray enlarged in the Holy Ghost for six hours, what will you say? That the grace of God is at work in this man. Because me, I don't know about me, I have tried to pray. There were days I prayed with understanding and I prayed well but there are days I also prayed in tongues and I knew I just know the difference not just because the scripture said it but from experience too it is have you tried to go to Lagos with your legs I mean you can reach oh. let me tell you when I was in secondary school those days you know that OP worker I don't know if you know Tazan all those areas the whole dope there from there to even past QRC, down. down. There is no space. And then from Tazan down to Obosi, there is no space. So, even if I enter bus, I'm not going to get home that day. And I need to come back to Neu. So I was trekking. I trekked to, from, from VMGS, Oka Road, trekked with my bag. How many of you know Anita? I trekked, I trekked from Oka Road, eh? Down to, do you know Mbuka? First gate. Thank God my mother is here, so that she will be a witness to this story I want to tell. Do you know what happened? When I reached Mbuka, first gate. You know, that's the, actually, if you are going to Newi, that's the last gate. But if you are coming to Nature, that's the first gate. I reached there, and guess what? The money I have, in my pocket is 16 naira. Meanwhile, transport fare is supposed to be 14 naira actually. But I had 60. I, I, I want to be sure that I had over. I read that place. Transport fare is still 100 naira, even from that place. You know what I did? I decided I would trek home. Don't blame me. I decided what? I would trek home. The reason is that when boss is carrying me, I would think the journey is near. 
You don't know. You don't know how much the Holy Ghost helps you when you engage the Spirit. You don't know when you pray in tongues. You don't know how much He helps you. I'm telling you. So me, because I I was moving and I saw how fast it. I tried it. I was at. A, I'm almost reaching. I passed that upslope. I'm reaching up by junction. First one, old road. And then my mother went to buy yam at Atani. And she was coming back with their truck. And then, I don't know. They normally sleep. But as God will have it, she was not sleeping that time. And then she looked. Is this not my son? Trekking like this. He said, driver, stop. Driver said, they don't stop here. My mother said, are you okay? <laughs> how, how do you mean you don't stop here? That is my son. And that's how they stopped and carried me in, the, in my mind, in my whole heart. I will check that. I'm sure I will check that. <laughs> I'm sure I will check that. I with me. So, that means that, as I said, you prosper by the light. You live by the light, you know. You see, and this is how God works. God, God actually is a very good God, gracious God. You know what he means? If you are down like this, he will not leave you. He will be walking with you like this. If you come up, he will start walking with you like this. If you come up, he will start walking with you. So, even in those days, God still answers us. But the demand is high now. So we need to upgrade. Meanwhile, this is for me to help you see something in this scripture. He now said in verse 8, Unto me, which am less than the least of all saints. <laughs> ah! We will not go into this list. This, remember, I have told you people that the book of Ephesians is the, it is considered the highest point in the revelatory ministry of Paul. Are you with me now? This is the highest point in his revelatory ministry. Eh? So, this is a letter written at the apex of revelation and maturity. Eh? When Paul started ministry, he is boasting. But now, he said what? I am the least. I am smaller than the least. But when he started, he had many things to say about his grace. But when he now matured, he had nothing to say about his grace. I have told you people now that Baba E.R. Deboe went to a meeting. And people there, young pastors, everybody was praying and saying, Lord, power, Lord, power, anointing, power, anointing. Let my church boom. Let the number move from, from 100 to 300. We want to buy. And Baba was lying down one place and saying mercy. Mercy. One hour, he's just saying mercy. Somebody that has... We have, you have been to redemption camp. Three kilometer by three kilometer. They called Yuba to come and carry me after the, the YMR stop. We were running, 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 running. We couldn't... The team, we were running for many minutes. We couldn't finish the length. And the length is as, as wide as, is, is as, uh, long as the breadth. That's the auditorium. The place called Redemption Camp is, in my own opinion, is as big as this in I'm telling you. We went from the back of, there is a place they call Asheshe. We followed the back and was moving, running for long. And then we entered 
the main place and then continue on. And then in the, the other day, my friend, uh, P. Daniel, now took us to go and eat. We started moving to another end. I said, what is this? I thought the man would be praying, oh God, help me. When he started, remember, when he started ministry, he was the one that said he went for 40 days fasting. And in that 40 days, he was praying, oh God, help me to keep these members. They will go. Reverend Josiah Akendayomi has left a big walk to me. These pastors will run away. They will break away. They will do this thing. He said after 40 days, on the 40th day, God now called him and said, eh, Enoch, what are you even asking? That means, are you with me? That means everything he's saying is OP. When he now matured, he stopped praying that prayer. He started crying for what? Because at that his level, his mistake is magnified. So God have to show you a lot of mercy. I'm telling you, there were days, you know, this way I am I'm dressed now, you will be surprised some people I have noticed it and they will make comments. But there were days we started in UNN. It's like this, I used to dress. My God. And I will finish playing football. And, is he a sin? No, you are not yet, your weakness is not yet magnified. The day your weakness is magnified by stature and growth, on that day, you will stop praying for many things, you start crying for mercy. My target is to bring us a little into the economy of mercy. If God will show us mercy, if God will show us mercy, ah, umakasili valahai. Hmm. He said that I should preach amongst the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. We can't go into it. Verse 9 now said, and to make all men see. Are with me? All this thing I'm reading is to read this phrase. If you forget any phrase here, don't forget this one. What's the phrase? If your Bible is your own, underline it. Paul said that there is a gift of grace that was given to him. Is it not true? So, he said that this dimension of grace is to make all men what? So there is a dimension of grace that have the capacity to make all men see. That's the type of grace we are going to pray for. So that the scales will fall off from people's eyes. And I found out that finally, there is nothing, there is nothing new God is going to do. He has done everything he wants to do. Access is what is the problem. In fact, when we now gain access, most times we lack the skills to interface and interact. Are you with me now? So, somebody like Jacob that was called in into an economy that is actually a New Testament economy. He saw the ladder that went to heaven. You know, that ladder is not, is a person. I hope you know. Who is that ladder? It's Christ. The ladder that went to heaven. He is still asking questions. He is still asking many questions. You see, he said, Hey, the Lord is here and I don't know. That is the testimony of many people. That they are brought into an environment in the spirit. Eh? That houses every single thing that their heart yearns for. The resources that it will take to prosecute their destiny. Meanwhile, they don't know. 
Why? There is yet a grace that needs to be ministered to them. The grace that does what? The grace that makes what? There is a grace that makes all men to see. That is the grace that you are going to pray for in the next 30 seconds. That the grace that makes all men to see. Ah! When Elisha told Elijah, he said, Give me the double portion of your anointing, of your grace. Make me the firstborn according to the inheritance that accrues to you as the prophet of God. That is representing the order of eternal priesthood. Now, let me tell you. Um, Elijah is not just a prophet per calling. He's a prophet in, in representation. Just like Moses is not just a prophet per calling. Moses is a type of Christ. Are you with me now? Elijah is a type of Christ too. Representative of his prophetic office. Actually, are you with me now? Actually, if you go to heaven, there is nothing like there is nothing like apostle. What we have is prophet. I don't want to go there. That these word, the word apostle, I know are, are um, terrestrial language. When you go to heaven, the context of heaven is utterance. Say utterance. So. When a man speaks on behalf of God, who are you? I with you now. I want to make it simple for you. So even if you are an apostle, before God you are a prophet. That's what I'm saying. But in the context of the office of Christ that you are representing on earth by the gift of grace that has been allotted to you, I with you now. You are now an apostle. But even when you are an apostle, you also speak for God. Is it not true? When you are a pastor, you also speak for God. Is it not true? When you are a teacher, are you not speaking for God? That is why we say that every single believer that has the Holy Ghost in him is prophetic. Is it not true? Because the Holy Ghost grants you the capacity to speak for God. When a believer opens his mouth and speaks by the anointing, he or she is prophetic. I don't want to go. How did I enter here? Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. How did I enter here? My God. My God. So, I want to show you that there is a grace that makes all men see. It is blindness that is our problem. We will still get into the intricacies of the effective fasting. There is a, an evangelist in our church that fasted. At, there is a bush, a forest in that at Umezago, fasted there and ran mad. It's me and my mother that delivered him. All the pastors ran away. She is here. She can bear witness. It's my, me and my mother that delivered that boy. It's not even that he's running mad. I, I'm the one touching his legs. And he was growing cold from his legs. Because he doesn't know that fasting is, you don't know what is fasting. Fasting puts your soul on neutral mode. Are you with me now? So every preeminent spirit that gains superiority in your life, eh, we begin to manipulate and influence your life. That is why you cannot fast and not pray. You cannot fast and not study because you are leaving your heart in limbo. 
Somebody can get you angry. And that anger in your fasting can become a ruling spirit. Because your soul has been left in neutral state. Something has to possess your soul to put you in a mode that you will, you, you will gain direction. I've always been saying that the real things of God is not just color in quantity. They are also vector in quantity. Are you with me now? That means they don't just have force. They have direction. The guy almost died. Pastors ran away. We prayed and prayed. I'm telling you, there is such a thing as demonic presence. Me, I have grown in God and I know that there is such a thing as as force field and the presence of God. I have come to meetings like this. I will stand and people cannot stand close to me. You were with me in, in my friend's office now. I was trying to pray for somebody and the people around were falling under power. Meanwhile, I'm not praying for them. I didn't have any intent. The guy said that before he entered, he saw, he saw me trying to pray for him and they waved the mantle on his face and closed his eyes and he fell under power. Now, that thing has not happened. When we now entered the office, the thing happened. What do I have to do with that one? That means that when I enter a place, are you with me now? That there are people that enter with me and there is a force field that I carry. And then anybody that comes into the perimeter of my influence begins to come under that force. Are you with me now? That's how the guy went under the perimeter of a deity. The one of the most powerful deities. And left his soul in a neutral mode. Of course, he is not even neutral. Because the context and the motive of his fasting was wrong. Eh? He even had rebellion backing him in that fasting. And then Satan said, I finally got him. All the Holy Ghost fire you have been shouting since. Let me show you small. May you not enter in that place in neutral mode. In Jesus' name. (laughs) So pray for one minute and ask God. Put your hands on your eyes. Say, wash this my eyes with eyes out. There is a grace that makes all men see. Endure me with that grace. How can I be born again for 10 years and I'm not late? I know I'm living below what I should be living in. There is something more. My eyes is blind. God is no partial, my friends. <laughs> God is no partial. Elijah told Elijah, if you will see me when I'm taking off, it's all about sight, brothers and sisters. It's all about sight. If you will see me, then it will land upon your life. It's only men that their eyes is open that can lay hold on tangibilities in God. How will not be blind? How will not be blind? How will not be blind? When God is moving in my generation, my eyes will be open to the ordinances and factors, the things and the resources that He has made available, the allotment that is in the kingdom to facilitate our movement in this time. I will not be blind. Saikonda Brata Balaska, Rabadante Lebente Krada Badaska Benato, Rabadabanatabakapanatania. There is a grace that makes all men see. Sabanda Brada Babalaka Kaskela, Amrede Beletaya. Cry for that grace. Cry for that grace. Ask God to anoint your eyes with eyes out. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 58 on the resource and context and purposes of fast. He said that your light shall break forth as the morning. Oh God, oh God, don't leave us.
us like this, oh God. Don't leave us in blindness. Don't leave us in debauchery. Don't leave us in limbo. Let your light shine and let our eyes be healed. You are not praying, oh. You are not praying. Don't joke with serious things. These are eternal matters. Don't joke with it. Somebody is praying. I will not be blind to the resources that God has made available for me this season. I will take advantage. I will take advantage by sight. Romans chapter 9. I want to introduce, you can be seated. In the next um, 18 minutes, I want to introduce the, the economy of God in the book of Romans. The economy of God in the book of Romans chapter 9. The economy of God in the book of Romans chapter 9. The economy of God in the book of Romans chapter 9, specifically in the book of Romans chapter 9 from verse 1 to 16. The economy of God in the book of Romans chapter 9 from verse 1 to 16. You see, um, obviously we will not be able to handle everything. Let me read verse 16 so that I will now go back from verse 1, so that you will get the picture better. Are you with me now? Now, verse 16 said, if you are there, are you, if you are there with me, say amen. amen. Now, verse 16 said, so then it is not of him that what? Romans chapter 9, verse 16. 
So then it is not of him that will it. Nor of him that what? But of God that what? Mm. See, um, before I go too far, the economy of God in the book of Romans chapter 1, from verse 1 to 16, you can even go further, is mercy. I with me. Now, the question now is, what is the economy of God? Huh? Um, Ugo, you like using that word economy. Come, come and tell us what is the economy of God. <laughs> you like using that word economy. Come and tell us what is the economy of God. No, you can't talk. We will hear you. Just economy. You like using the word economy. I don't know if you are an economist, but even the prayer point you released today, you still put economy inside. So, I want to know what economy is. Or don't you want to know what economy is? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You make your attempt is very, very good. I would have even loved what he said, the place of abundance. Very, very good. Meanwhile, the economy of God is simple. It is God's plan to dispense himself. The economy of God is what? God's plan to what? Dispense himself. Eh? God's plan to what? It is simple. God's plan to dispense himself. If you are an economist, you know that what it means to be an economist is a plan on how to disburse fund, how fund and resource move from one place to another. Is it not true? So, the economy of God is God's plan to what? Dispense now himself. Of course, you should know that even creation and man is as a result of God's dispensing. Is it not true? Even if you don't know any scripture, the Bible says that um, uh, by him is all things made. And there was nothing that was made that was not made by him. That means even Satan. Should I go there? Let me leave it. Let me use you. Even you now. Anytime you leave the economy of God's, economy of God's walking, you will never actualize your destiny. Because you are, you are an offshoot of God's creation himself. For you to actualize destiny, God will continue to dispense himself. Is it not true? Dispense himself until you get a full measure. Now, I'm going somewhere. So, for, I'm, Every scripture, every text in the whole of the scripture has an intent. The intent is that God, through those scriptures, will bring the revelation of his economy. Are you with me now? So the revelation of God's economy in the book of Romans chapter 9 from verse 1 to 16 is what? Eh? Mercy, correct. Say it loud. Say it loud. So, God wants to dispense himself. The question is, what aspect of him 
does he want to dispense? In the context of Romans chapter 9, 1 to 16, it is messy. So, it's easy for you to understand my topic, is it not true? So, we want to look into the economy of God. In the book of Romans chapter 9, from verse 1 to 16. And I want to start from verse 16. And I now said, so then. Huh? So then means that if we get the full picture of the, the statement that will follow, we have to go from verse 1 and come down. Because he has made a full analysis. And you did chemistry. Now who did chemistry? Who did chemistry? Who did chemistry? IJBCH Michael Hassanen. So, if you come to at least chem, what's practical of inorganic chemistry? 191. Okay, it's 191 now. It used to be 171, is it not? 171 is organic. It's not organic. Okay. Whichever one, whichever one. So, don't blame. Are you a scientist? Mm. So, when you come to that class, there are three key things. One is experiment. Is it not true? After experiment, there is another plane. Eh? That plane is what? Observation. Is it not true? Then, after observation, there is a final space you are given. That space is for what? Eh? Eh? I think they call it inference. Is it not true? Is it not true? So after you have, you did a test, and these are the things you observed from this test. There is one they gave me that time, and I found, uh, there is one we are looking for. Kai. I can't even tell you what we carry stove to go and do practical. <laughs> Let's leave the UNN is strange. Now, but after the experiment and you observe some things, you have to make an inference. Is it not true? What a neutral person looks for is actually the inference. In fact, the person that is marking your book doesn't start from the beginning. It starts from the end. He will see your result, the inference that you made, and then look at your observation, and then look at your test if he has time. So that is why I have to go to where? Where? And in verse 16 is where it's locked in our inference. Paul made an inference. And he said, so then, that means there is a set of observations. The set of observations is what is locked in from verse 1 to 15. Meanwhile, let's even find out what is this inference. He said what? Read, out, read between. It is not of what? Let's touch Willet. You know what is we? The yes, choice. Make it simple. Say choice. The greatest power that you have is the power of choice. There is only one thing that that man has that is too powerful. It is what? Say choice. You see, eh? do you know Jesus have died and paid for the sins of man? Every one person that is going to hellfire is going with God, bleeding in his heart. 
because Jesus has paid for everything. What is making them go to hellfire? Say choice. So somebody is saying, there's one hill songwriter. I know some of you are like, is he hill song or whatever? What is the song group? That there is a song they release. Most of you like those sort of songs. They call it reckless love and all those things. Well, I don't want to say my opinion so that some people will not be angry. There is no such thing as reckless love. Every love, especially the one, the agape, is well calculated. God took a calculated risk on your life. He, he counted the cost before he started coming. Is it not true? He knew what he's going to face. That is why when Jesus came in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, not, not my way. He, he, that means the father even didn't want to answer. Because this is what we agreed on and you came here and you want to you want to escape before I deal like this. <laughs> Are you with me now? Now I'm trying to show you something that even in that place Jesus retained the capacity to exercise his will. Is it not true? As I have told this story that there is a lady that a guy came and met him and said God told me that you are my wife. Eh? Do you know what the lady said? The lady said that even God has told me long ago, but I won't marry you. I will not marry you. Before, there is a mindset I had that when somebody does that thing, that he will die or even go to hellfire. Nothing like that. What will happen to you is that you will miss the fulfillment of destiny. That's it. There is always a place where destiny is fulfilled. And there is always many things that will come in place for destiny to be fulfilled. So, Paul came and said, it is not of him that what? So, when, are you with me now? When mercy begins to work, there are dimensions of your life that your will, as strong as it is, can never bring it into alignment. It can never bring those things to come to pass. There is my friend in secondary school, like uh, Emeka. Emeka we read. Has it not happened to you, my brothers? Emeka we read from night. Me and him, he will read from night till morning. In the morning, he will still, he will still fail the exam. Has it not happened? Have you not seen friends like that? You, you will just read, 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 and then you pass. There is somebody that read and read and read and started crying. You know why he's crying? He said, he's not entering. <laughs> he's not entering. <laughs> he's not entering. Will you blame the person for not working hard? It's not of him that we let. I met my friend at Enugu. He told me, he said, man of God, you will tell me what is working on. You will tell me because you can't tell me it's just fasting and prayer. <laughs> I know somebody who is fasting and praying. There is a post I saw on Facebook. It says six years, six to six. Hey, I've seen it. I've seen it. Six years, six to six. The guys I have entered inside. <laughs> we have seen people. I have told you the story of 
My reverend told me this story when I was in campus. I was fasting, fasting, fasting. He was telling me some key, some things. If you are fasting, be praying, be studying, be worded. said, and if you are fasting, don't hide for too long. I with me, fellowship with brethren. I have told you the three pillars of the apostolic doctrine. Apostolic culture, rather. One is prayers. Two is what? And the three is what? So you cannot just be praying and fasting. No, you must fellowship with brethren. So that you know whether you have contacted a strange spirit. Somebody was fasting and a white spirit appeared to him. And said, bow down, I have come to anoint you. (laughs) He wanted to bow down. The thing is a white spirit. He is wearing white. Something told him to say, if you are from God, Declare that Jesus is Lord. As soon as he said, the Satan turned into his moon. And then wanted to kill him. This thing I'm telling you happened. Have you, have you heard of Howard Pittman? You have not heard of Howard Pittman? Ah! I will get the book, Demons, the Answer Book. I will get the books that is written by Howard. He also wrote books on fasting. He is the one that God took to hell and taught him. He saw cadavers of demons and these things was an experience. He was in a coma for 14 days and Satan came for, for how many days? And he came as an angel of light. Satan is not, is not, Satan is not uh, ugly. He's very fine. Now, but when you rebuke him, he turns into his real shape. That's what finally happened. Satan came on his hospital bed where he's in a coma. And he was telling him, give up and rest. Just relax. Don't fight. Stop fighting. Stop fighting. He was wearing white, like an angel of light. But something in him, the witness of the spirit, is not rhyming with what is happening. Yeah, our time has finished time. But because we are coming in 50 days, we'll be able to handle a lot of things. So my my friend told me that after his friend fasted for 40, for how many years? He said that even one drop of anointing has not touched his head. You know, there is a drop of anointing. He has not touched his head. And he's still fasting now. Say glory. It is not of him that we let if your fasting counts, God showed you mercy. That's what I'm trying to say. If your prayer counts, God what? Because if we go to the observations, he said, Esau, I hate. Jacob, I love. Meanwhile, Jacob is the cunning one. Is it not true? If, if you, as a man, should judge between Esau and Jacob, who will he judge wicked? The one that you use this thing and you soft his brother. If men we are to judge in that matter, they will say that Jacob is guilty. On what basis is God making his judgment? Ah. The requirements to prosecute destiny is very high. The demands of destiny is very high. It will take elements minister to you beyond the ones that you have even prayed for. I hope you know. If all that you receive in life is based on your prayer points, then you will never amount to anything. The Bible spoke about 
men that brought incense to heaven. He said that the prayers of the saints ascended as incense. He said that a large angel appeared and he added incense into that prayer. So that the odor will be filled with the requisite spices that can invoke response from the ancient one that sits upon the throne. Ah! They say there are they that offer sacrifices, the souls of Aaron, with strange fire. That means that the best attempt to pray and the best attempt to fast and seek God can even make God more angry concerning you. Why? You have not understood the pathway of mercy. Your attempt to please God is, is throwing him off you. There are many things that leeches you on you that makes you, you, you won't know that there is something in you that is throwing God off. On that day, mercy, a large quantity of mercy has to be ministered in your engagement in things that are eternal and immortal. How can a mortal man engage eternal things except by the Holy Ghost? And that is why the scripture says, in the context of prayer in the book of Romans chapter 8, he said, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought to, for the Holy Ghost. But ask the Holy Spirit to help you in two minutes. In two minutes. As we close, ask him to help you. He's only the man that, the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, he said, come to the throne of grace that you might what? Obtain mercy. Eh? And help in the time of need. When a man encounters mercy, and at the throne of grace, what is evident is help in his life. We come to receive help from the Holy Ghost once. You are not praying, my friends. Fasting is in vain for a man that have not received mercy. Prayer is in vain for a man that have not received mercy. <laughs> you are studying in vain. You are filling your head with book knowledge. When God doesn't open the chambers of secret to you. Paul said, by the gift of grace, I was allowed access to the mysteries. It is only men that have accessed grace in the perimeter of mercy. You can't talk about grace without seeing mercy first. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Lift up your hands, let me prophesy over your life. Everybody here that is looking for resources to start his business, I command resources for you from east, from west, from north, from south, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Everyone here that needs access to revelation and insight to understand what is plaguing him, his family, his destiny, his ministry, what is limiting him and putting him at one point. You are trying your best, you are not making progress. I prophesy over your life that the light of God will shine so strong in the name of Jesus. The light of God will shine so strong in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. Anybody here that is expecting this is your set time to marry. 
and you are a lady, even if you are a guy, in the name of Jesus Christ, wherever your husband is, wherever the wife is, even if he is in Kafanchan, even if he is in Alaska, in the ends of America, even if he is in Tokyo, in the name of Jesus, let his feet or her feet be directed to you. If the person is sitting near you, let his eyes be open to see you in the name of Jesus. I command you what is yours to come to you. To come to you. To come to you. In the name of Jesus. If you are here and you are under the sound of my voice, whether you are online or you are offline and you are seeking for admission, or you have issues with graduating, your results are disturbing you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command that breakthrough becomes your portion. Everywhere your admission is, I release it in the name of Jesus. Everywhere your graduation is, I release it in the name of Jesus. Anybody here that is expecting job, you have been looking for job. Father, from the horn of the altar, I receive job and I release it for you. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Take this prayer serious. I see jobs. I see businesses opening. I see jobs. I see businesses. I come by the mandate that God has sent me now. I release your job. I release your business from the home of the altar. In the name of Jesus. Everything that is withholding it, any man, any woman, anything, let just like the king of, of Persia could not sleep on the account of Esther, let every man that is involved lose his sleep in the name of Jesus. Yeah. The Bible said that he shall overturn and overturn and overturn and overturn until him whose portion it is we take delivery. I decree that you take delivery now in the name of Jesus. I decree from now that your Christian life and walk with God will flourish like a palm tree. I decree that you will never experience any dry moment in your walk with God. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying.